And hello, everybody out in the Spider-Verse. Welcome to episode three of the Italian Spider-Man Coalition podcast. We are a Spider-Man-themed podcast with a Goomba twist and a proud member of the Let's Go Podcast Network. Pop culture without the pop. I am one one of your co-hosts. I'm the consigliere of the coalition. I am Peter Embera, but I cannot do this alone. So let me introduce you to the rest of the family. First off, uh, leading off, we have the captain, Nico Caruso. How are you, Nico? Happy to be here, brother. I'm ready. Oh, I'm, I'm very happy to be here. And uh, no family is complete without a godfather. You may have heard him go by Daddy Batman on certain parts of the internet, but around here, we call him Papa Webbs. Nicholas Caruso, how are you? Dude, I'm great. That was a pitch perfect opening. I, it's it was good. amazing. It's, I don't know how you I've did that. Like ten minutes, like Pavarotti. <laughs> yeah, it's longer and longer each time. I love it. Like a nice spaghetti <laughs> meal. That's it wasn't long. It's like uh, what's his name? Like Bal- Bal- what's his name? Bocelli. Bocelli. <laughs> oh man, it was beautiful. Like Bocelli, but I could see. You know, it's great. Of course, <laughs> but you could. See. <laughs> I, I didn't know he was blind for the longest time. Oh, yeah. I, just I, was like, I was like, really? He's blind? I never would have guessed it. He's got a great yeah. voice. Oh, he's incredible. They're all that good. makes sense. Of course. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we got a fun show here today. We're going to do something uh, uh, interesting. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the scores for the live action Spider-Man films. And uh, this has been uh, quite a, uh, a toll <laughs> to try <laughs> to achieve. Oh my God! I was just I was just sitting here listening to score after score, and I was I was like I was very thankful that Spider Man Three doesn't like have a score out. Yeah, right. So I didn't have to listen. To <laughs> yeah, it does it right exactly. I was, like, I was like, oh wow, this is one less thing I have to do. This is great. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But that's when that's when Mister Alfman left Raimi because they he couldn't get along with him. They couldn't work anymore. Yeah, I am. I don't know. It's like. Are you, that's what they say i read a few articles creative differences absolutely i'd tell you what though this certainly was a journey i I, i'm wondering which ones i I kept anticipating our show because i'm 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 wondering which ones are going to blend together in my mind now and i'm going to like try to reference one and you're going to be like no that's spider-man 2 not spider-man 1 i'm like oh Uh, well one of those it's cool because now that you know you go back and you i've listened to all these you can you know you can compare them and a lot of them actually, well, let's see, like El- just off the bat, like Elfman's movie scores kind of like do blend together, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. As do And mm-hmm. then, yeah. Amazing movies, which are so different amongst themselves. Oh, like, yeah. like, it's, I remember I was like, I was like, texting Nico, I was like, dude, Amazing 2's score is so insane. It's, it's like, so out, it's, man, yeah. it's so out there. But let's, let's just start off with, uh, let's, let's just go in order. Um, so we'll start off with Raimi and we'll talk about those three movies or whatever, I guess, 2.2 films, <laughs> however you want to look at the score. Um, but, uh, I was just, there's something about that, like that first soundtrack for Spider-Man that just, it's, it's like ingrained. It's like the Elfman score for Batman or John Williams. Mm-hmm. And like, it's so just like, that's it. Like that's the Spider-Man score. So like, I remember. It's it's just so like energetic and dramatic, and there's like these drums and stri- like it's mm-hmm. it's like this full orchestral experience, and that's what I love about a lot of you know those at least those first two first two albums for those movies. Oh no doubt, man! It, it's it the first movie, the score, it just soars. It's very epic. Mm-hmm. I call it. It's funny that you brought up 
Batman 89 because I call it the Batman Spider-Man theme um, because it's just I'm not going to say it's as iconic as the 89 theme is because that is just to me that's in a different stratosphere mm-hmm. as far as scores go but it it he almost got there with this with this Spider-Man theme I mean I love it I mean and again I hate to be like the guy that just likes the old ones but I think it's of all of them, it really defines kind of the personality and just what Spider-Man is. It just, I, I feel it when I hear that score. Mm-hmm. It makes me, it, it's what I imagine what that first score is what I imagine what a soundtrack would be coming off of like Lee's pages, right? Like yeah. that's what I would think is playing. Um, it's so ingrained in my mind that when I was listening back to it, I, I, I just had a smile on my face all the time because we just talked about, you know, the first film on an earlier episode. And so that's been so fresh in my mm-hmm. mind that as I was playing, the visuals were coming into my mind, like his costume montage, which I love like mm-hmm. that one's So yeah. classic. And then when he's running down the alley after uncle Ben dies, revenge. And then his Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Revenge. And then his Spider-Man theme. It's just, it's good. Yeah. I, I agree with you, dad, that it's not as iconic as, you know, the 89 or the Williams theme, but to me being a tired Spider-Man fan, it is my favorite Spider-Man score. It's, yeah my favorite individual scores i personally as a fan put it on the level of those two just because how much i love spidey mm-hmm. and love the score and i also think this is which all the 89 fans are going to hold guns to my head but i think collectively this is maybe some of his best work is this first score elfman's mm-hmm. it's some elfman's I, best work in my opinion it's great his i mean a lot of his work you can't really forget you know a lot it's a lot of it is very memorable mm-hmm. yeah when he has the time to craft and create his, his magic. Um, I feel, you know, outside of like, I guess, I don't know. Hulk is like one that I always, I always forget that he did, you yeah. know, he did Angley's Hulk and it's always something I want to revisit, but um, yeah, no, it, it, this Spider-Man stuff. The what? Justice League? Uh, I mean, no, I, I've, I've visited that recently. <laughs> <laughs> Hulk is like what? 2000? No, I know. Like, I don't yeah. think I've, I, I remember I bought it. I forget he did jail. I do. Yeah, I, well, <laughs> Ever since Snyder came out again, yeah, I'm like, I forget that happened. Oh, he took over for Junkie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, he did fine. He tried. <laughs> he tried. About <laughs> everybody involved in that movie. Yeah, they all tried. It all even in says, the opening credits. I tried. Yeah, I tried. Yeah. I tried. Why does it always come back to that stupid movie? Oh god, I don't know. It <laughs> it's always. Sitting here about Spider Man. It's like yeah. Thanos. It all comes back to me. <laughs> um. Your your father mentioned revenge, and you could hear hints of his Batman stuff in Revenge specifically. Mm-hmm. I thought I remember I wrote that down. Um, I thought that was interesting, and it seems like at times, like during the Goblin stuff, mm. it, it had like a Catwoman vibe to it. You know, yeah, mm. a little bit. Like, like, okay, right. and I was like, I was like, wow, okay, like you could pick up hints of like, is it just me because I'm listening? I've been listening to this guy's music for yeah. so many, so many movies, so many years that like I pick up his like little like traits right is a, a sure you know and i was like oh man that's that's funny to me because just it's like it's just so much danny elfman <laughs> he he's done so many things that you he's done everything and, and so many things that you just it you forget all these movies you watch yeah that he scores with you know and i mean look we talk about the ending of the movie but the music the, the score at the end yeah in that yeah. final kind of scene i mean i i gotta be honest with you like 
you know, there's a few that hit me, like the Dark Knight Rises, the ending, yeah. the music, mm-hmm. those scores. But that one just really, again, encapsulates everything that Spider-Man is to me. And beautifully, it just it it sets the mood for that very somber, bittersweet ending. Yeah. When you walk out of that theater, Pete, you know, mm-hmm. it's like haunting you, you know, the disappointment of, of, of who he is and his responsibility and. I don't know, man. I'm digging. I mean, he's he's a. I think he might be the greatest composer of these superhero movies. I mean, he's certainly created. He's, he's up there, right? And the and and the score moves really nicely too. Mm. Remember when we talked about the first film that how how the pacing is just immaculate. Mm. Like that movie flies in a good way, and so does the score. You you start hearing okay, scene mm. to scene to scene, and like all of a sudden you're at like revenge and you're like well i just heard the theme you know so it's 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 very it's i love how fast it moves because that that's fitting for the story of that first film so it yeah it works wonderfully and it's funny you, you know your uh papa webbs mentioned uh the ending of the movie flows with i, I feel the same way about the beginning oh, like it just kind of like yeah. sets you on that journey with that main title and that little mm-hmm. montage in the beginning it, it's just i don't know it, it it feels spider because it's it's very uplifting, you know. Th- yeah. This whole album, this this whole Elfman era of music, like not the same. The others are depressing, but there's like there, there's just something about it that just seems to kind of be, I don't know. Uh, it's it's just it's always like it's like it just feels grand in nature. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm about to experience something. Something special. And, I feel, yeah, I feel like it's just it, it just you hear that music and it kind of just like opens the floodgates of just like, okay, so this is going to be something that I'm going to remember, mm. and uh, you know that the movie is very memorable. Of course. Um, what were some of your guys' favorite tracks from the uh, from the album? For me, like I said, when I re-listened to it, the one that the one that went into my mind because I think the best part of listening to movie scores sometimes is when you start seeing the scenes play mm-hmm. out in your mind. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's the costume montage one. Cause like I was, I was listening to it, you know, at work and I was kind of zoning out. And then I started seeing the flash of him mm-hmm. doing, doing, doing the drawing, but him trying on all the wrestling suits. And it was like, mm-hmm. that was happening in my brain. And that was, right. so that, that's, that was one. When you think of favorite track, that's my favorite, not only for the listen, but both times that montage plays in the movie when you finally see him, like it's so it's like the music helps your emotions build towards I'm going to see Spider-Man. I'm going to see the yeah. costume. I'm going to yeah. see the costume. And then when you finally do it, it, it's so earned. It's like, there he is. And then he's good to go. So that's my personal favorite one. And I, I mean, mean, I like the main theme. I mean, that's cheesy. Well, the main theme, yeah. I mean, the main the main theme goes theme. without saying. Yeah. You know, I mean, I love the costume montage and I love the revenge, Pete, because you said it gets, it kind of gets dark and mm-hmm. you can kind of feel the anger in the music. I think it's it's pretty cool. And then the first web. Yeah. That's a good one. Too. Yes, that's a really good flies, one. You know, I mean, it, that's when I can see, like, I hear it. Yeah. In yeah. my head. Like, like yeah. Well, again, like, it's like you guys said, re- revisiting and listening to it. It's a movie where you could visualize the entire movie in these 45 minutes almost, right? Of, of however long that I think the soundtrack lasts. But, um, Boy, that that costume montage! I didn't want to copy you. No, but that, I know, that but really is that's, that's spectacular. When you see the pictures floating yeah. through in your mind, oh, it's just it's like a, you said, it's just it really, man. It's like I remember sitting in that theater, being like, "We're finally gonna, I'm finally gonna see Spider Man," 
like in his costume and the, and everything was just so it, it just accompanied it, the music and the visuals. And it's, it's great, Pete. It's, you know, it, again, we're, we're lucky. We see all these superhero movies and there's a lot of great scores, but I, I, this is right up there with, with the very best of them. It's right up there with bats and it's right up there with yeah. John Williams. And I agree. Um, it's not ironic that, you know, Elfman did Batman and Spider-Man, my, our yeah. two favorite guys. I mean, I know. those are yeah. literally my two favorite superheroes yeah. and the Lost scores mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. certainly for the first two movies are spectacular. Yeah. I mean, beautiful. How about you? For, for me, it was Parade Attack. I, yeah, uh, Parade Parade Attack. Yeah. That's too, yeah. I, I love, I love the goblin elements and just how like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, like it's, it's kind of like Doc, uh, Doc Ock as we'll get to Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Like, it's unsettling, but it's not like it's not like Joker disturbing. You know what I'm saying? But there's something yeah. uneasy about the music that involves like those two villains specifically. So and, and I I just dig that. And again, like I see the scene in my head. Like I hear oh, a thousand percent. I know there's that random balcony somewhere in Minnesota. <laughs> MJ's fallen in yeah. the, the Japanese yeah, style yeah. dress. Yeah. <laughs> and there's Macy Gray. And I was like, it's not this makes any sense, but it's just yeah. <laughs> So like it's I love that scene. It's like one of my favorite scenes. Those guys that. turn to skeletons after the bomb. Yeah, it's man, it's, it's pretty bad the way this thing went. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. But yeah, so like it's that that scene and that uh that score in that moment really stick out to me. But I had main title and, and the costume montage. Oh yeah. So, uh, and real quick, we talk about a song from the soundtrack oh, because yeah, Hero is a masterpiece Hero. by, by Nick, Chad by Kroger. Kroger. Man, they say that <laughs> Hero can save <laughs> us. Not gonna stand your way. When that song came out, man, I was jamming that tune. You know, was that Spider Man or Spider Man Two? Spider Man One. That's Spider Man One, man. And I remember being disappointed because it's really nowhere in the movie. Over They're the watching us. Watching us. They're watching us. Watching us. You know, it's still a good tune, man. No, I'm telling you, no, it's not. Have a drink. Listen to me. Get yourself a drink. Get yourself a nice cold one. Get some LSD, sit down. Oh, God. <laughs> it wasn't Nickelback, right? It was just Chad Kroger. It was just Chad Kroger, but was it's it? basically Nickelback. It's, it's basically Nickelback. Nickelback okay. he's, I thought it was he's, Nickelback. He's the lead singer. Okay. No, nah, it's one oh, of those where he funny. tried to act like he was solo, but it's just another Nickelback. I want to be a rock star. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this photograph. <laughs> Every time it makes me laugh. Justin, lo- the funny thing is, Justin loves Nickelback. He's so what? That, that's would. the most well, he's surprising. A big Nickelback fan. It's it's funny. He doesn't really like to admit. <laughs> Because he's all like, oh, no, dude, I love I love punk. They're pretty good, man. They're really actually pretty good. I don't know why they have a bad name. I love, I love the Sex Pistols. What are you talking about? He's like, he's like, but meanwhile, like, he's got like this huge like. Does he like uh, Creed, too? Uh, he, Creed. <laughs> but he used to. But he's he's really big on um, what's it called? Nickelback. He's, wow. He's, I got to bring this up to him. I, I love Jay. I got to bring him. No, this hysterical, man. Like, it's so funny. I'm like, oh, really? You're, you see, I was like, you seem very critical of music. I didn't know you like Nickelback. I'm going to tweet like, oh, that. No, dude, look, they're, they're great. Like, I'm all about them. I was like, okay, cool. Like, I'm going to tweet that tonight. I found out <laughs> Justin likes Nickelback live yeah. on air. That's yeah. pretty crazy, man. You sure you want to expose him? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, get exposed either way. And when, <laughs> when people listen to the show, they're going to find out. I'm doing a favor. Oh, oh that's too funny. All right. Uh, on to Spider Man 2. Uh, yep. Again, Danny Elfman, 2004. Um, for me, this felt very familiar, very similar, almost like a continuation. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's not much of a difference almost. 
Mm-hmm. I almost feel like it just it just flows right through, right in from one movie to the next. Yeah, I think it flows right through too. The only thing I will say is for a couple of the for a couple of the ones that involve like the battle sequences, so like the mm-hmm. bank and the train, I do feel like, and maybe just something with the sound mixing or whatever, that at times it feels a little larger. I think because uh, because the first film, even though you have like the Green Goblin and stuff, is a lot more grounded. And granted, I know in two, we have a guy with robot arms, but it's it's more of even though he's like just a guy with arms, two felt a little bigger. bigger. So for me, parts of the score just felt bigger. I don't know if it's just because I was visualizing how mm-hmm. how much larger those action well, set pieces were yeah, than the first one a, but it's a it second felt a little movie. bigger yeah. to me yeah. it's a second movie mm-hmm. you know the main theme we we've got it in our and when when it starts it's very familiar from the first movie but it, it is elevated a little bit and i think it's a little bit longer and i would agree with you that that this movie i mean my god it's considered one of the great comic book movies of all time to be honest mm-hmm. with you that oh, yeah to be honest, I mean, I I enjoyed re-listening to the score because, like, I I love this movie so much that I don't even know that I really listen to the score when I watch it. Mm-hmm. It's I, this movie to me is I always Pete. It's in my top two or three. At times it'll it'll rotate, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. But I think Elfman once again, I mean, captures the mood of of Peter of of the the doubt, the despair a little bit. This movie's a little bit. I think it's a little darker, right, than the first one, wouldn't you it say? Is, it is. You I know, was, I think so. The themes are are. I mean, the first one's dark with with Green Goblin, I but I feel like Norman's very dark. Yeah, I guess you're right. You know, Doc Ock's not as dark. Early. Yeah, Doc Ock's not as dark, but Pete's very conflicted in this movie. Yeah. And and again, Harry's the love, dark. Yeah, Harry's dark. That's exactly Pete. Thank you. That's exactly where it goes. Harry's down that path. Mm-hmm. Um, of no good, and then you know MJ again the continued romance and our guy continuing along for her. And is he, is he going to wind up with her? Is he not going to wind up with her? I think the, mm-hmm. the music in those situations mm-hmm. is beautiful. So again, it's a, it's a worthy uh, follow-up. I think that he, you know, maybe didn't up his game from one, but he certainly delivers and, and kept it. he kept it. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's more of a maintain. Yep. That. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really surprised with just that, like, the Doctor Octopus stuff didn't sound very horror to me. No, right. Whereas, like, it was filmed that way, right? Mm-hmm. Especially that, like, that first scene. It's I feel like they used a lot more sound effects than they did music to kind yeah. of get the point across. So that was I, I just I find that interesting that at that moment, like, there's no you know, it's it's not more about the music; it's more about like the sound effects. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it was also a very short album. Oh, it's yeah. short. It flies. It, it, what, it was what, like only like 45 minutes or some 40 something. Mm, it's gotta be something like that. Yeah. Did Nickelback do a song for two? I don't know. But oh, no, 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 but hold on. I, I don't want to jump too early because we still going to talk about the score, but train has a beautiful song oh, called train ordinary. Does have a beautiful That's song, a good yeah. song, dude. Ordinary. Ordinary. No. Yeah. It's, ordinary. Not, it's, it's on the soundtrack one. with the, with the, the different one, of course, with the, with the, the um, various artists, the various artists, the, the various yeah, artists. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There is a good song, Pete. I want you to listen to it. He's right. It's called ordinary from there. It's by the rock group train. Does it There's, actually appear in the movie? No. No, it plays over the credits. It plays over the credits at the end, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why it's a good song, like why I like it, though, is it's literally 
it's like spider-man no more but in song lyrics yeah okay it kind of is like it's actually like you know sometimes they write a song for a movie in the worlds are kind of loose but he's talking about like climbing up walls and stuff it's pretty yeah. good it's it's pretty you good. know there, there was a time when train um <laughs> was was kind of a rocking group um okay we, yeah it's you a know pretty rock we song. all know the the drops of jupiter and then we've all known like what they've become but hey, the original band of train i would challenge somebody to listen to the first album and then the drops of jupiter album and the one that came after that uh while there is your pop stuff on there there's some hard stuff on there but that band kind of broke up and then Pat Monahan kind of took over and became this pop, I guess, okay. right? I, I don't oh, know anything yeah. about Train. You don't know, no. Hey, soul sister. No, I probably have heard songs, but like, yeah, yeah. I have no idea that it's them. This Ordinary is a good tune. You like right, Nick. I'm glad you brought that I, up. Dude, yeah. I was not going to not talk about yeah, Ordinary. I still good, listen to that song actively. That's a because good tune, it's, man. It's a cool, I consider it an awesome spider Do you? Song. Is that the one where you stand in front of the mirror? In your Spider-Man uh, unitard or whatever it's no, called. No, I no, I do that with Hero. <laughs> I do that with Hero. <laughs> you, you like Tom Cruise and Risky Business? Yeah. Like, he gets up on his your socks, kind of jumps off the bed, Pete. I do that with Hero. Yeah. Do you do you listen to the various artists soundtrack often? Not no. often, but I used I used no. to listen to one a lot when you were a kid. One because the some, one's got some great songs on there too. Um, okay. Blink 182's got a Blink song on there. Song. Um, there's some other artists too. There's some good some tunes on there where the where the lyrics kind of um talk about they, it, it doesn't, I don't know if it's specifically Spider Man, but you could relate it's it similar. Yeah, you could relate it to yeah, it. I yeah. only listen to Ordinary from two, but that's a song I still yeah. listen to like yearly because it's it's so good. It's a good song and it feels very Spider Man esque. Yeah. The lyrics tie into the I, movie. I would I would say it's like a you know hold me throw me kiss me kill me kind of deal. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. You know from Batman, which I love that song. Oh, One day great, we'll great. we'll do yeah. that somewhere on our show or something. Of we'll talk course about. you're not shy. Oh, I want I want to see Zeddy do that like karaoke. Yo, oh, hold me, dude. That would be great. That would be awesome, dude. That would be outstanding. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Um, we'll fun. make it happen. Did you have any favorites uh, back to the score? Just yeah, go ahead, son. I, you know, I, I have two. I do like the fight at the bank. So the bank slash saving May, because once again, I see it. I see Aunt May <laughs> hanging, and and then she saved by she yeah. saved by the statues. You know, but I do like the Goblin Returns because it's scary. And yeah. I know it's Harry coming back. Avenge me! Yeah. Like I just, I just think I love about that. that. I um, love Defoe. Those, I love Defoe so much, man. Damn, I hope he's coming back. I man. hope. I don't know how you hate Defoe, man. He's he's a legend. He's got to be. Everyone else is. The four-time uh, Oscar nominee. Come on now, you gotta love. You gotta love Defoe. But those are my, those are my favorites. Yeah, I kind of like the he's back one. You know. Yeah. Um and the bat the battle scene at the end mm. is pretty is pretty good but not nothing really it, it when I look at this movie it's still the opening title and then the ending again yeah. if I yeah. had to really tell no, you yeah, like exactly. what really moves me and whatever because so much of the movie is so great that I I don't think the score yeah really plays a part in it for me man it's just interesting like just personally going from like listening to his stuff in Batman. And then hearing in Batman Returns, like there's, I feel like I can hear the difference between Spider-Man and Spider-Man Two. Yeah, I, I feel like that. I feel like it's, it's almost the same song. Like, I'm sure he did something differently. I just that I'm not picking up. 
sure. but to me i was like it sounds very similar uh, and it's, 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 it does. I, I love it so i can't complain but yeah i just noticed it was like oh this sounds like more of the same um if it ain't broke don't fix it you know i mean i guess so i and then like for yeah. spider-man 3 i don't even like even oh know god there's, like, there's nothing to talk i mean there's nothing like it's you know it's the only it's, it's the only movie like superhero wise that i you know that i watch and like that i don't have an album for because it's like i don't want the very well this very... well this christopher young took the project over he's done a lot of stuff yeah and i was telling me today theme though correct he like, used the regular theme and then it it followed that little dark path because we knew venom was coming mm-hmm. and i remember the open sequences they kind of tease that right yeah. with the with the symbiote with, and, with the symbiote. and so it gets real kind of heavy and and it goes down and and the sandman stuff is the sandman stuff tragic. is pretty somber man i agree i would agree yeah. with you yeah i found this on I, youtube I they would just put the album out though like i don't know yeah. why they, i don't know why i don't know why yeah i tracked some of it down on youtube i'm not sure because because and then there were alternate versions of every song so there's like a track list of 40 and then 40 alternate versions. I just started scrolling through Wait, and then I just stopped. Really? Yeah, it's weird. It was weird. Well, but it Raimi. definitely sounds a little darker. It definitely sounds a little more, um, I guess, of that horror sense that yeah. that we would expect from like all the Doc Ock scenes. But it, it's it's you such like that, a hodgepodge. You oh, you're talking about different well, tracks. No, no. Like we were, we were thinking like, mm-hmm. He was saying, like, yeah. why wasn't the Doc Ock oh. stuff? It was film scary, but the music wasn't. This kind of matched the Sandman stuff and the Venom um, stuff when it, he's ripping the costume off himself. Yeah. In, in the Tower one's pretty epic when he's ripping the suit off. It's called the Tower. That one's pretty That one's pretty epic. It's kind of dark, but also kind of, like, hopeful because, you know, he gets it off at one point. But, um, yeah, it's different. It's it's It was unusual to try to track it down on youtube shout out to youtube well again if you believe what you read ramey was really a a a taskmaster i would say with these guys and i think him trying to convey the mood of of sandman yeah was a particular sticking point i think with with the composer pete i mean there's there's stuff on there you can find it if you want to read it it's uh, yeah i don't you know, know too much about it other than other than yeah. like the cliff notes version they just don't yeah, alfman had enough man he was like i'm done really. and i think the new guy where no I mean, he was a pro christopher young but i think even he had his battles with Ramy. who's doing the multitude of madness the multiverse of madness the, the score the for dr strange or for yeah no for dr strange dr strange is I don't know. That's a good point. I'm just curious because Raimi's back in action, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. But isn't that funny? We're gonna we're gonna be excited. We're gonna pay attention to the score of that movie. I, I was just I'm the reason why I'm paying attention to that movie is because of Sam Raimi. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Do they have anybody listening? It's Danny Elfman. Oh, it's he got oh Elfman my God. They, they That's kissed, right. They kissed him I, up. I, I guess. guess. I, I guess the feud is over. I guess the feud is over. <laughs> Who's doing No Way Home? I don't uh, know. I would imagine it's Giacono. Is yeah, it's got to be a Giacono. Yeah. He did the first two. He's doing Batman, though. He he's, oh, he's doing Batman. Oh, yeah. The Batman thing sounded phenomenal, right? Yeah, the Batman. Yeah, the piano. Uh, he's got to work. I'm sure he can juggle it. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. They don't, uh, it don't say. They don't say he's doing the score. Hmm. I don't know. That's crazy. I would assume it's. Yeah, I would assume he's he's coming back. Yeah, no, no. It it says it's him, so I'm pretty sure it's him. It's got to be him. I think it's going to be him. It's got to be him. He's got to be back. Yeah. Yeah, Mm. he's got to complete it. Sure. 
But yeah, I forgot. You know what? As we were looking it up, I remember. Yeah, no, Alfman's doing strange to Raimi, so the feud's over. That's great. I had no idea. Uh, yeah, I'll check it out. Elfman's no stranger to the MCU, though. He did, uh, I know he did Age of Ultron. I don't remember. Yeah, he did Age of Ultron. So I'm, I'm sure he's done a few others, uh, you know. Because Sylvester did what? The he first did the one? Avengers, the classic Avengers theme. Yeah, he did the Avengers. He also theme. did Captain America, first Avenger. He did Cap One. Yeah. I don't remember Iron Man. Who did Iron Man? I don't remember. I don't know. Either. That's that, a good question. Right? All right, now jump. Let's we're we're gonna jump right into amazing here at this point. Yeah, we're reboot, and this is this was different. Uh yeah, <laughs> it, it feels totally different than going into uh, you know any of the other Raimi stuff. Uh, for me, it felt almost Disney like, like kind of fantastical, kind of like mm-hmm. almost like. I don't know, royalty, princessy type thing. Like it just it felt kind of like like I said earlier, like a Disney movie. I, I don't know. What did you guys think? Just I mean, sound. you know, I, it, it's not very memorable to me, but it, it's more modern. I this think by James Horner, by the way. Yeah, right, James Horner, right. And James Horner did like Field of Dreams, he did Aliens, he did Titanic. I think he's um, well known for he did a Star Trek. Script. Yeah, you're right, you know. So like I I really didn't remember that till I went and revisited, but again it it's a very like uh, techno. I don't know if I'm using the right word. It it's got a lot of different sounds. It's incorporating like machines and it's it's not to me has orchestrated, if you will, which I which you know you wanted him to do something different. You just didn't want to have the same. See for Go me ahead. for me the difference because i pete i agree with a lot of what you say it feels like disney-esque yeah. and like fantastical at the same time though for me uh, i don't know if it was just like oh, the volume i was listening to is it it, it just felt so subtle it, it never loud, really man. felt like it never really felt like it it hit you know sometimes i would like feel the song starting to build and then the payoff would still be like tame it, it felt very tame I guess that's the word. It felt. What about robotic? It felt safe. It felt safe. That's it the word I want to use. Robotic to you, like I don't know, it's like they're using a drum machine. Well, amazing. The, the next yeah. one. <laughs> I'll wait till yeah. the next one. Maybe because, I'm confusing it with two because like they the really yeah. because they dial because yeah, yeah, there's some of that in one, but in two, two's like I'm in, thinking of two. I jumped the gun. Two's like uh, two's like I jumped uh, the James What's gun. the what's the EDM it's like dubstep? Festival, yeah, yeah it's yeah, like exactly. it's like going to. Well, you used to it's see like, that stuff. I did, I that? did. It was Who like going go to uh, Spring Awakening. It's <laughs> like going to. Uh, was it like uh, Mad Mouse or something like that? Mad Mouse, Electric Forest. It's like going yeah. to one of those. But yeah, but one to me was so subtle. Yeah, it was so. Right. It was very so subtle. Like I, I listened to it and I fell asleep listening to it because it's just kind of like it puts you to sleep in in a good way. Like it just it's very calming music. Um, and then, yeah, and then I'm like, was this plane when he was fighting the lizard on the tower? Like, was it this calm? Like, I felt like it was gonna be like, blah, 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 blah. like I don't. But it, I mean, it I mean, if you're listening to whatever Stan was listening to in the library, yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he was listening to something. Loud. It almost doesn't really feel like a superhero score until like the end of the album. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, right. It, yeah. It's kind of an interesting approach that he took to it. Like it, it doesn't sound very you know superhero-y and uh, I, I appreciate that. Like, I like how he did, you know, Nico, you mentioned earlier, like he tried to do something different. I think he did achieve his goal. I, and I think he achieved it with success. Like, I do like the this score a lot. It's just, 
I get I get kind of upset how it's thrown away though for the second. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think it's I think it's pretty decent. Like I'm into it and I, I appreciate the different approaches. Like some of my favorite songs, like we uh I liked Lizard at School, mm. Becoming Spider-Man and play and I, playing basketball, oddly enough. I found myself really enjoying. I did um, like the basketball one. Which is like that's what I visualized. Yeah. 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 That one I visualized because I remember even though I'm I'm a big amazing one gatekeeper, I'll admit it. Um, but I, I I'm with you, Pete. I always look back at the basketball scene. I'm like, why is this in the movie? Yeah. <laughs> like, so for Teen even, Wolf, it's a homage. It, to Teen it's Wolf. like an homage to Teen Wolf, which yeah. it, that doesn't it's really fit. So Peter. on the nose. Yeah, yeah. I, I always wonder, like, why like why is this Teen Wolf scene here? Like, did Mark Love love Teen Wolf? Or yeah. he, he, must probably, he probably he must. did. He probably, he probably did. does yeah. somewhere because it's just it's I don't know. I, I, that's like one of my only gripes with the first movie is like this is so weird. Just that scene. <laughs> yeah, it is bizarre. Yeah, I don't. I I didn't find anything. I mean, you know the uh, the Saving New York. Oh, I was gonna say that one. That's um, a good one. It, I can't see you anymore. Yeah, I mean they're all pretty good. It's just it just doesn't. It's one of those ones that I don't. Unless I'm listening to it, I don't know that I can hum it or or mm-hmm. recreate it in my own mind like I can the Elfman soundtrack, where I could literally hear, you know what 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 those what those songs were. You know, I forget what what song it's in because, like I said, it's so subtle. So as it was playing through, I wouldn't realize I was mm-hmm. on a new track at times. But there is a very, very um, not eerie, but a very impactful sound that plays you know in the scene where he where captain stacy sees him unmasked in mm-hmm. the spotlight that's a really like that, that's good i was thinking about that scene today when um when i was going back to this one because th- this is one i went back to to listen to again because i'm like did i miss something the first time it felt so subtle to me and it felt the same it's time but that's a scene i remember um and the music, I think that one's in. I think that one's in Saving New York. I want to say it it's might in, be. I think it's in Saving yeah. New York. I main title, Young Peter. Like I really like that, mm-hmm. and I really dig it within the vibe and context of this film. But then again, like I just, I'm just. There's so much of this, like they just th- threw away. Yeah, like, th- and that's kind of like it. Kind of goes along with Amazing itself. Like, it's just a franchise of a lot of missed opportunity. Oh yeah, yeah man. you know. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Because yeah. is there a reason they they really switched the routes for two? Is is it because they wanted it to be this cooler, crazier thing? I just think they wanted. Uh, yeah, I think that's part of it. I think a lot of it had to do with Electro himself, and yeah, you know, I, I, I guess dubstep was really popular at the time, and it was it was Pharrell put up Pharrell was <laughs> a huge, well, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, turn out with the Magnificent Six, which I guess we'll just get right into. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Amazing Spider-Man 2, uh, 2014, uh, Hans Zimmer, the amazing Hans Zimmer, and the Magnificent Six. I actually didn't know the Mag- what the Magnificent Six was until we start until we started doing research for this. Um, oh, yeah. Pharrell, Pharrell Williams put together a group of just mega talent uh, for this movie specifically. And uh, Junkie XL is a uh, member of it. He, he's, he's not it. Uh, and there's a bunch of the people uh, who I'm just not from. I can't remember the names off the top of my head. Um, but it, it's just it's a it's a unique album, and to me, it feels so much more like something I would see in like Tron. Like I just mm-hmm. felt like I was watching a Tron Legacy, right? It's you know it's 
it it feels like a concert. <laughs> it feels like a concert yeah. at times. And and what's funny is I remember the music. This score I do remember do. though, because I do I do remember this one a lot because I remember it's blaring in that first trailer. It was like it was like the enemies unite trailer, mm-hmm. which is still one of my favorite trailers ever, which shows you know all the villains. But what I also like is when he's battling Electro at the end, his lightning is in sync with the musical beats at times. Yeah. And I remember they tried to do that multiple times in the Electro stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much in the Goblin stuff at the end, but in the Electro fights, they tried to sync the music with what was happening, which at the time, I still think it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but so that's why when we, cause I had to go to YouTube for a lot of this cause I couldn't find it. Um, this and was on was, iTunes. I was able to buy this one on iTunes. Oh yeah, no, I don't I think couldn't it's, find I don't it. Think it's on there Apple. anymore. It's not there anymore. I couldn't find it. It's on Spotify. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, but I was I I didn't look. So I went to YouTube for some of it. Um, because there's an enemy song. It's the song called "My Enemy." That was the one in the trailer. Mm-hmm. That's it is kind that, of a banger, it's a weird song. But it's mm-hmm. weird. But it's kind of a banger. Like, yeah. And then, like, at some point, as he goes, like, like, yeah, it's like whispering. I was like, oh, God. So, but, but I remember this score because I remember people were talking about, and like, when people gatekeep, amazing too. Um, and I didn't like, know there were amazing gatekeepers out there. I didn't. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, I'm a big defender I'm of beca- it. Still. I'm, I'm a big defender of two. Still, I'm on a hill by my damn self. I mean, like, kind of like how some of y'all are on the um, which I, I actually need to revisit to get on your level, but you and Carlos. And now my friend Zach are big proponents of the Incredible Hulk being a, a top tier MCU film. Oh, Incredible Hulk! I'm still, <laughs> I'm still, I'm still a protector of most of Amazing Two. I try to protect most of it, but I remember some of the Electro stuff at the time. I thought it was cool that some of the music is in sync with the stuff that's happening, and I'm like, oh, that's where like the, the Pharrell influence is coming from, right? Yeah, because it's definitely not Zimmer mm-hmm. doing that. That's, it that's, feels doesn't it feel like a double album? Like it's, it's, like, it's, it's, it's multiple. Zimmer, then the other side is the mega. Yeah, album. it's like a greatest hits, but like it, yeah, it's it's very modern and it, I, it's a good evolution, right? I mean, it's contemporary. Like I said, it's the mm-hmm. first time I kind of noticed the beats and drum machine and. it's it's not necessarily memorable to me i mean i don't again i don't go back and think of anything really music wise from from the amazing spider-man 2 but i when i watch it it works pete and i mean i think Mm -hmm. i don't know i applaud them for trying to do something different i really do i'm like you guys or i don't know if you're the same way pete but i when i walked out of that movie i didn't like it in the theater and i was still i was still kind of hung up on the fact that they rebooted it but i've seen it two or three times and I I'm falling in love with it. I, I, I love I, the Rhino. Movie. Yeah, I do too. And I, and I love, you know, those two movies and I, you know, our guy, Sean O'Connell's writing a book with great power and he's got a couple mm. chapters dedicated to what went wrong. Um, he oh. had a picture of Shailene Woodley today. I want to see the Shailene MJ stuff, MJ stuff and the sinister six and all yeah. that, but it's, it's kind of bittersweet when I watch that movie and I, and I'm hoping Andrew is in no way home. Cause I'm, I'd like to see him one more time, man, with the costume. Yeah. You know, no, I'm with you. Um, but the soundtrack to me, like I said, it is what it is. I, I applaud them, but it's not, it's they not tried something. to make it like cool yep. and badass and funky. And like you said, you use yeah. the word modern, which mm-hmm. was right. You're right. And then Pete was right earlier. That's when EDM was blowing up. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so they were trying to like get the kids in there to be like Raven. They were trying to have kids take Molly in the you audience. Could, oh, you could totally <laughs> just get, could totally rage to this album. You could totally yeah, rage to my enemy. You like, came to the movie. You like, I think it turns you could to the movie, right? Yeah, yeah this is totally it's, it's, got like club music in it. Yeah. But but go back and watch the electro fight at the end yeah. when they're by like those pillar things i'm laughing now because oh, that's awesome. but it's you awesome here itsy bitsy spider itsy yes exactly yeah. like itsy bitsy spider and then other parts of the music are like the beats are dropping with the lightning and when he knocks all the buildings down and it's it's i don't know it's cool but it's trippy it is it's weird it's weird because you're like if you played it for someone like, what the hell is this? And they'd never and like and they had no clue, right? And you're like, this is from a comic book movie. Guess what? No. Guess what hero it is? Yeah. They would one, they would be shocked it's from a comic shock. book film. But <laughs> yeah, exactly right. like static shock. You might get some yeah. random ones. I'm telling you, they would not think Spider-Man. No. Oh, wait. they would not think it's a Spider-Man one. It's crazy because like out of all that just weird insanity that we just mentioned, though, like when you hear like those big Gwen Stacy moments, like those oh, yeah. Songs, like they still hit, like that when she yeah. when she dies and all that, and yeah. when they break yeah. up and all that stuff, she's yeah. going away and like th- those songs, like you hear them, it's like you just finish getting out of like this, I don't know, this club rager into like this somber like haunt. Yeah. Someone died. Hello, dramatic <laughs> song. Exactly right. And yeah. like, I'm like man, this album is so. It's cool. everywhere. Man. It's like the Uber home from the club. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're sad. Yeah. You you regret all your decisions. Oh man, <laughs> it's just. It's something else. Um, it's true, man. I, I felt like as I was listening to uh, I Need to Know, it felt like there was a lot of Batman Begins in that song. Mm. So that's something that's if you guys want to go back and listen to it. Also, I'm Subtotal is like, I feel like the only song that Junkie XL like had a part of. Because that's like, it feels very like BVS meets Fury Road to me. Sure. Wow. Like, sure. With the drums. Yeah. yeah. But like outside of that, I'm like, I don't really, just listening to it, I was like, I wonder how much input Junkie XL had in the six because it feels like there's a lot of pharrell in there obviously mm-hmm. but i feel like that song was a lot of junkie personally no i mean i would agree what's funny is i love the song titles on this one i am electro and then i am goblin like yeah. those were like the two origin songs electro no. suit <laughs> yeah right <laughs> electro suit very specific but my if if i had to pick a favorite it's the my enemy one because it played in the trailer and it's just that really heavy because at the time, how old was I at the time? I was uh, I was a freshman in college. Yeah. Se- senior in high school mm-hmm. when amazing. T- yeah, no, I was a senior in high school because rem- remember my valedictorian said she felt like Gwen Stacy. Mm-hmm. She was waiting for Andrew Garfield to swing in. That was a cool speech. Shout out to. Uh, Oh, who was it? Uh, shout out uh, to Kylie Roach. You will never listen to this. Shout out to Kylie Roach. You had a great speech that referenced amazing too. Uh, so shout out to you, um, which was a great call. But um, where am I going with this? I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. Hold on. I'll find it. I'll save it. I'll save it. I'll save it. Yes. What I meant was that me at the time, who was very into EDM, it was a yeah, short phase yeah. of mine. So like when this song came out, I kept listening to the song after and then when i went to spring awakening that summer which was an edm fest at soldier field here in chicago one of the artists did a remix to that song and was putting up like the spider-man logo electro lightning effects on the screen and i'm like this is freaking electro let's go i was sober (laughs) don't worry but like i was like yes (laughs) uh for me what stands out is uh i'm spider-man i know it's only like a minute long and it kicks off the movie but 
it's I, I to me that's like the closest this album gets to like true Spider-Man. So yeah, I agree. That's about it for me too, Pete. Because you're right. Because it's everything so far else out there, everything else is freaking way out there, man. Well, it's like, well, know, like, what is this? What's going on here? I do like the ending. Um, yeah. it, it's subtle as he's gonna fight Rhino. It kind of picks up. It feels like a comic book film again. It doesn't feel like a rave. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. Also, that's it for that. The goblin seems pretty eerie. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's creepy. Well, I prefer Elfman's. Mm -hmm. I I don't mind this one. Yeah. Well, they, they kind of, this one kind of dove into the horror that we thought that like the Raimi film might do and his, and his go kind of safe. Oh God, I hate what they do with the goblin in these movies. Yeah, man. He looks (laughs) all, I mean, that's one thing. The two, yeah, that it's, to me in that movie, like I said, I try to I, I try to protect it. But to me, some of the parent stuff down the line and then the goblin I dude, I forget stuff, about that and that's doesn't not work. Even, that never mm. even pops up. And it's yeah. like there's so many other things in that movie I gotta complain about. So <laughs> many other things. Other there's than, a like, lot, the yeah. spy parents. Yeah. The spy parents, then the goblin. Mm-hmm. Uh, just he just looks they should have just left it as Dane DeHaan. He's more menacing. He just looked dumb. Yeah. He should have yeah. just looked like Dane DeHaan. He's a pretty, you know. <laughs> Not to insult Dane DeHaan, but he pulls off. <laughs> yeah. There's like a few of those actors in Hollywood who like always rough. play that creepy yeah. role. And, well, I mean, he played like the creepy Harry well, which is not something yeah, we always see. We job, usually yeah. see nerd Harry or cool Harry, not yeah. like, mm-hmm. not like Silicon Valley. Scary Harry. Hate hate my scary. dad. Yeah, bad boy Harry. emo Harry. Fair enough. He took a page out of Toby's scary. book from three. Took um, a page out of Toby's book from yeah. three. Album's long. It's this was yeah, it's, this was a chore to get through for this me. This is too long for me, Pete. This was a this was a I need to get one. some time back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, this, you know, going right in, going and into you the keep next going round. in and out of the club, and you keep going in and out of the club. That's yeah. why it's exhausting. Oh too. yeah, literally, it's like it's like in yeah. and out. You're up, you're down. It's you're like sober. going to the bathroom. It's going like you're out. sobering yeah. up. I need. It's like the bathroom break. It's like the pacing's not good. I was like, man, this is not good at all, man. Oh man, this is everything. We just failed this movie. <laughs> Everything it does, sum up the, it does sum up the movie beautifully. Yeah, it does. It, it does. It's, it's so funny how everything that comes back to amazing too is always it's like what could mess. have been. Yeah, chaotic kind of good. Try to stuff in like, seven well, movies in one movie. Right. Right. Jeez. Exactly. Right. Exactly, man. That's exactly what they did. But you know, our next album, uh, Spider-Man: <laughs> Homecoming by Michael Giacono in 2017, is totally different. Once again, totally. Yep. But yep. for me, this feels way more classic, like right off the bat. I mean, the first track of the soundtrack is that his his take on the classic Spider-Man song. And it sounds very operatic and great use of horns. And it really does bring back, well, it doesn't sound like Elfman's music. It brings back like those familiar uh, musical notes and everything that kind of bring me back to his scores. Mm-hmm. It, just, it just feels more traditional, right? Like it, it, 100%, Pete. Yeah. You, you took the words, it, it's completely traditional. The familiarity with the 60 cartoon Spider-Man theme, mm-hmm. um, doing it with the orchestra like that kind of it, it's it's a good way to get back into Spider-Man, into into who he is and you're visualizing him. And you're right. It, it it's it's not Elfman to me, but it does soar. It's epic. It's superhero like it's grandiose. He's bringing back that style from from that club from that club vibe we just had i'll be honest so you you both sum that up perfectly so i won't echo it any much more than say this after one that like 
we said you wouldn't know is Spider-Man. This one feels like a Spider-Man yeah. score. Yeah. As someone who is critical of this version and these films, you guys know me. Mm-hmm. You two know me. The listeners knows me. But I will say this. This is probably the first time I've listened to this score because I don't revisit. I've only seen Spider-Man Far From Home one time. I tried to watch it a second and stopped. I've seen Homecoming a few, a few more, Mm -hmm. probably more than I remember. But I actually really dig this score. Like I'm, 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 I'm shocked how much I was digging. I think why I'm a sucker for drums. He's got some loud drums on here, some great percussion on this one that, mm-hmm. and like we say, so now we're fast forwarding, you know, from that, because whatever happened with amazing happened with amazing. Right. But now we go from early two thousands to now and just the way sound mixing and technology has changed. It feels louder. It feels bigger. It feels bolder. Um, the scale of this one mm. and later, you know, far from home, because those two sounded similar to me, kind of like the first two Elfman ones did. I don't know if okay. it's the same for you guys. Um, and, and yes, I'll admit I wasn't happy. Seeing the album artwork for far from home was aggravating me the whole time that that score is on. So I might've not been as present as I wanted. Oh, to be. That, this, you, score- this is YouTube, right? You're listening to YouTube. No, no, no. I was just on uh, I was streaming this one on Apple music and the and oh really the artwork the artwork for far from home is the is the silly poster of of him with all the stickers on yeah, his face yeah. so each time i saw like a new song change i'm like i hate this goddamn poster because i hate this goddamn movie um but uh no man i uh i dig this homecoming score i do i do i dig a lot of the vulture like, stuff it's 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 yeah. it's, it's, it's scary it's cool yeah, no, like this the vulture stuff feels very hard to me. So it's like the first half of the album seems very kind of like classical music. Yeah, like, yeah. Like classical film score. And then like you get like that horror film score at the end with the vulture stuff on the second half. So yeah. I kind of I dig the balance. Like you got like uh pop vulture, bust a move, lift off, mm-hmm. fly by night operation, vulture clash. Like those are really good, like kind of like scary songs, and I dig that because Keaton's vulture is very intimidating, right? You mm-hmm. know, like, Always intimidating. It's so I, I think it fits really well with. I think the music fits the f- movie very well, and I just dig what Giacomo was able to come up with. Um, you know, Keaton, you're right about that, man. Keaton's vulture is scary. Like I, and the music, they they really capture that. I almost wish like Keaton was coming back too. Like, I mean, I know we're getting him as Batman, but I'm, I would really Morbius. love to see him back. I'm sure. Sh- yeah, he Morbius. is in Morbius. I'm I don't know. Shocked they're gonna do a Sinister Six and, and he's not, if not Keaton, the we, we don't of know. It. We don't know. But like, that's Let's what get actually there first. Get yeah. True, but that's what makes me think that they're not actually doing the six in this movie. Because how does Keaton not lead it? I don't know. It's Michael freaking Keaton. Like, how does he not lead? Alfred Molina is not young either. So, like, I don't know. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Like, so how is, if they're really doing this, like, big, yeah. grando, sinister well, six. not young either. So, who knows? That's no, true. No, no. But, like, if they're bringing back, let's say, because what we know is this. Okay. The rest is speculating. I'm not going to go on each tangent here. Don't worry. I'll bring us right back. He's you know what well, we know fox is coming back and we know molina is the other ones are rumored so you mm-hmm. got one of andrews one of toby's so like why wouldn't you have holland's arch i would still say is keaton mm-hmm. not gyllenhaal you know because gyllenhaal's dead or whatever but i would still say his arch enemy so far is keaton so if yeah. they weren't going to do the six i would rather them just do those three villains and let them unite 
So it's one from each. And then you got Keaton, Molina, and Jamie Foxx, and Toby, Andrew, Tom. Like, what's they'll better figure than that? it out. Yeah, yeah, I think they're going to know. Because they figured this one out on the fly to begin with. So. Oh, it's, yeah. on the fly. it's still being written, Pete. It's still being written. <laughs> well, that's it's nothing new, but it's like, I just feel like this yeah. is totally on the fly. Of course. Um, What were they saying here? I did feel at times, though, like, I felt I heard the main theme a little bit too much. I felt like mm-hmm. it was a little sure. repetitive throughout the song. Uh, throughout the album, the song it just it just popped it just popped up randomly in songs. It's like, is that the theme again? And here's the theme. He just like insert. He's like, I don't know what to do. Let me insert the theme. So, <laughs> which kind of like I'm like, all right. So I guess like I was like, okay, I'm kind of nervous about the Batman. What if he does this? You mm. know, like I want the Batman yeah. to be mm. A plus and everything. Yeah. But, um, I think it will. I don't think. I think he's. I think he's an outstanding composer. And no, he's good. And he's, I think I think he did he, Apes too, right? He did. He did. Yeah. He he did, did yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's Reeves's guy. He's Reeves. Guy. I I which I so. like to see, and then uh, yeah, uh, so then far, uh, we'll bring up Far From Home came out 2019. Giacono again. I actually like this more than the movie and more than the homecoming score. Uh, I respect it, that that's awesome, yeah. It's uh, it's really cool to me. Like, I feel like at times I get like vibes of John Williams and I can hear some Zimmer and some Junkie XL with the drums that uh, Nico mentioned earlier, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just, it's really, it, to me, I felt like he used more drums in this one than he did. Horns he did. He did. So like, I picked up on those things. I just, I, I like this one a lot. It just, it feels very just like, kind of like get up and go. Mm-hmm. I told you I was jaded when this one was on, but I will admit um, the, the, because like I said, I'm, and I'm mad that this score made me visualize the scene. I'm like, why am I thinking of Far From Home? The, the <laughs> stuff on the bridge, mm-hmm. the whole sequence. So I think okay. it's Bridge and Love's Burning. If I Yeah, if I have it right, that, that one's epic. That one's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is cool. He's swinging upside down, and then he's, he's, he's fighting the robot. I'm like, okay, this one's pretty cool. Um, but you're right. I think the thing I'm the most impressed with both these scores, is, I said earlier, I'm a sucker for drums and these drums are loud. These drums yeah. are heavy. I love that. I'm hoping he goes drum heavy at times during the Batman, just like, you know, Zimmer did during the Nolan trilogy. I, I'm, I'm a sucker for scores where you get that kick drum and that bass and the percussion hitting you in the Have chest. Have you listened to Fury Road? Oh, dude, it's epic. Oh, yeah. yes, dude. That's one of the best action movies of all time. Like that's well, that scores right up your alley. Oh yeah, no, that one's up there. Very powerful, just like this. That one's up there with the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, my favorites ever. Yeah, yeah. He's he. Listen, um, I've only seen Far From Home once too. So listening to the soundtrack, I unlike you, I I gotta watch it again. It's vague to me. Well, you Um, don't have to. It's fine. Well, at some point. (laughs) At some point. I get to that one track where it's like Night Monkey. I I gotta watch it. Dude, I saw the Night Monkey one and I wanted to break my phone. Wanted to break my phone. I was like, like, Night Monkey. I I hate that stupid name. Oh, it's so so ridiculous. It's so dumb. It's called the Stealth Suits. But the ending sequence in the music, like you said, that's it's it's pretty top notch. That's pretty far from home. The far from home sweet home was really good. Yeah. 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 It was that and um, the magical Mysterio tour were probably my favorite two songs. Yeah, those were cool. Yeah, I would agree. Those were cool. But it's it's so different. It's so interesting though, because like this album is different than the album that from the previous movie. Mm -hmm. But it's so different compared to like the two amazing movies. Because while this is different, it does incorporate elements of the previous film. Whereas like Amazing Two is just nope, just fresh. Mm -hmm. Corner go to hell. Yeah, (laughs) it's like if No Way Home was like. 
all right, here's Justin Bieber, Drake. Yeah. Uh, uh, like, like we're gonna have Kid Roy, Martin Garrix. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, man. You're right. It's yeah. It just and that's part. That's probably why, if I had to say, the Elfman stuff sticks with me the most because I think there's consistency there. You yeah, know, that and it's probably nostalgia where I just I those are you know the Spider Man. That's the Spider Man films of of my youth and. That's you know those are the ones I go back to. Sure. Um, so for me, that's probably why. But it's it's definitely the consistency of this is the Spider-Man theme. You know, I know Elfman. Everyone got an Elfman when he was like, no, there's only one Batman theme. It's mine. And he's, I'm like, well, he's kind of right. Like, he is kind of right. <laughs> I mean, he basically <laughs> is I like right. Goldenthal, yeah. You know, so it's like, yeah. And I mean, you know, like you said, the scores of the of the trilogy are great, the Dark Knight trilogy. But I mean, I will argue this though. As big as Spider-Man is, he's probably bigger on on the big screen than Superman and Batman. Um, he's definitely done a little more box office. And as great as it is, it it really when you think of superhero themes, I'm not sure if you played the Spider-Man one for a lot of people, they would know what it is. But I know if you yeah, play Superman might, and Batman, yeah, you know you get a mainstream. You know, but it, I'm not diminishing. It's great, but I'm saying it really, in my mind, it really is Superman and Batman that is just completely recognizable by people that aren't even superhero fans well it's it, you know? those are definitely like one of those themes jaws yes Wars, jurassic it, park. correct you hear them and you know like oh god jurassic park when, oh my god that's when people he, think of spider-man themes yeah. they think of the 60s cartoon show that's pete and that's, yes, that's gonna say that. That. that's really what you think of spider-man spider-man that's what you think of, you know? Yeah. And, and it was great. That was in yeah. Spider-Man one as well. Like, it right. Moments, so like, sure. Like and then, you know, you know, you, I know a lot of people think of the Adam West series too, right? I mean that with Batman, yeah. but <laughs> still that Elfman, man, that Elfman yeah. theme really transcended to people that are not superhero aficionados. Like, I, I mean, like I have friends that aren't, and they hear that and they're like, oh, that's the Batman theme or that's the Superman theme. But I don't think they would know Spider-Man. No, because I'll tell you one that would be more recognizable, one that's going to get there. And I know it still feels too new, but this one is recognizable is the Avengers theme is going to go down to as Yeah, well. the you Avengers theme. I really think so. I feel like the yeah. themes are kind of bland. Just the Avengers one. Well, you hear it in, Miss, in uh, you heard in Captain Marvel. Because they're, because they're playing it in a lot of movies. How's that? It goes, it goes, uh, it's like the drums at the start. That's exactly I, I can't how it do it with my mind. Yeah, there you go. I got it. Yeah, I, see I can't see do the that. red like title credit flying. Yeah, there. right. So yeah, so that one is gonna get to that level where it's recognizable. Cause like I recognize the Avengers one right away. I recognize Alfred Spidey too, but um I bet more new people Avengers will recognize because you're probably gonna have a new group of Avengers. I would say they would do a new one. No, maybe they'll I, keep I, it. I, I would leave it. I would you keep it. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I really would. I, I would not fool with I that. I want to go back and listen to that. I want to compare Ultra, uh, Avengers to Ultron to uh, yeah. Infinity War. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? Endgame series. I, mean, I, I feel like they have those four movies have four different composers. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they all do. Every Avengers, because I don't even know who did Infinity War and Endgame. That's playing DJ right now? Because yeah, man, he's trying to play the. No, I'm just sorry. It's one. good though. You you know, it's good here. 
the Avengers. I feel like I'm in an Andre YouTube video. <laughs> you got to skip to the end. I don't know. What, do no, it's hard. Yeah, like, yeah, wait, I'll do it while you you talk and say something. You know, I, you're right. You're right, Pete. About the MCU, they're not. It's not really memorable the for the scores, right? I mean, Iron Man. You think of it's this one, and you'll hear okay, it. Like, right here. You'll recognize this. Go it's on. gonna go down. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's pretty recognizable, Pete. Yeah, like that one, especially everyone remembers the end game scene where he says assemble and that kicks in. I just people where we're at now as a community and what Marvel's achieved, I do think that that Avengers theme will go down. I think like the most recognizable ones I would say for this community are like 78, 89, Lord of the Rings. I think he's Star the, Wars, Jurassic Avengers, Park. Jurassic Park. I think Star you Wars. Jaws in there. I Jaws, Jaws, too, Jaws yeah, is yeah. in there. Film Twitter in general, Jaws. This if you had to do like a top 10, Avengers would be like 10, I think. Would like you put Spider-Man in there? No, right? Probably not. I mean, probably not. I this community... Probably not. Yeah, no, probably, probably not. not. Probably no, not. probably not. No. As great as it is, I don't think probably I could not. put it in there. No. No, no you're it's, right. it's, it's his diamond in the rough, really. You don't count Halloween, you count Halloween. Oh, I, I mean, think you'd have to. Uh, you I think, have, have I think you do. Because people play that on Halloween. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Dude, like kids know. know that now on Halloween. Kids you can even throw Friday Thirteenth in there. Yeah, yeah, you dude, can, you know. I think so. You know, how about a, a fun question for you guys? Do you have like a do you have a favorite score that's not in this like realm, or like that's not in like these comic book films? Like, what's oh. your favorite non comic book? Oh, it's Jaws. 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 Okay, like not blockbuster. No, Star Wars. Any... I can't say Star Wars. No, not blockbuster. I How might about just Phantom know. Menace. Do the like thing. Well, that, that's the best. Like that's, a, that's a good one. That Top one's gun. good. Phantom Top Gun. Menace. Yeah, yeah. Top Gun. Risky yeah, business. See, risky yeah. business. We got a good soundtrack. See, I'll tell you. See, the Fury Road one, Pete, I love, but I love the score from the social network. Oh, I don't even know that. That one's yeah. wild. That, I, that that one's I mean, wild. I know the movie, but yeah. I don't remember the score. That one's wild. I'll check that out. Who did that? Uh, that was uh, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. Okay. Who and they won the Academy Award for it. When I know. Of- I know a movie you really like to score from. What? It just came out this year. In the Black Heights. Widow? No. Which one? Zack Snyder's Justice League. I, well, okay, hold up, hold <laughs> up. Have you listened on. to that whole album yet? Because I think the album. I've up. listened it, to the whole really, thing. It, the Flash score is unbelievable. It's I mean, pretty you know. good, but. It it more so has moments than than me holistically. Like the flash theme, I'm not gonna lie to you, is is like in my if I had like my pantheon of like 15 to 20 individual score songs, that one's in there. I like what he does with the Wonder Woman one. Yeah. In the battle sequence with the louder drums. And I do like the way he works in the Zimmer first flight theme when he comes back to Mm. save them all and he's adding more drums and more. Mm-hmm. Uh, to it, so I got that whole album on vinyl coming. It was it's the coming. Dark Side yeah. box set. Okay. It's, it's that Dark Side box set's coming. How does that run you? Uh, three. Wow, geez, <laughs> three. What, what else is in there? It's um, it, so it's this giant silver case with the Dark Side artwork in the cave on the outside, okay. and then it's in seven LP. So it's every member of the league and Dark Side. So seven individual, because there's like 50 songs. Yeah. There's yeah, like 50 pieces of music. Hours, yeah. It's yeah. four hours. 
and there's some alternate versions from like yeah. callbacks to the other movies but so that's a score where some of the moments are so are so high for me but it's a pretty decent score yeah I it's, think it's a shame I it think didn't play great, in yeah. a theater and it didn't play for a for the I haven't listened to the whole thing for for the, the, well well yeah man it's gonna take you eight days dude doing this i felt like we put off the show doing the show for like at least a whole month it was <laughs> it was like, an extra like, little i can't i gotta i still have to listen to like two more albums i'm like i gotta do the mcu <laughs> this is a lot more of uh of a chore than i actually <laughs> was gonna be. i was like this is gonna be easy i just gotta sit down and listen to music just listen to music man i didn't have time to listen to that like oh. just techno monstrosity right. and we could have copped out and we could have copped out and like skimmed through them but we wanted to actually try to act, like, listen to, listen to them I'm, yeah Listen to the least. I listened to Amazing uh, One again today. Yeah, just because it, 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 I was like, this is it's like the Batman Forever. It just it's better than it's, it's giving credit lost. for. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's better than it's given credit for, but it gets yeah. lost. But yeah, um, I agree. You know, I enjoy. So out of these albums, like, what, what do you guys? What is your favorite? Is your favorite still Amazing? Uh, amazing? Is it still Spider Man One? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's yeah, hard. It's, yeah. Like, and I mean, it's so easy, right? And it's like the easy answer, but. Look, in this case, it's the best. It's it's hard. It's just it's, it's hard for me to is. find anything off the next five that I would I would listen to because I I will listen to amazing. I will listen to the main theme. I will listen to the closing theme. I'll 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 play those individually. I'm not gonna listen to the soundtracks like front to back. But I don't know. How do you feel? Same way. Yes, yeah, it's, it's still the first one. Yeah. It's and yeah. and that was. I did, and I don't think that'll ever change unless like No Way Homes is like on the level of Howard Shore's Lord of the Rings. But I don't; it, that's clearly not going to happen. So no, it's it's just the first one, and it's like you said, Pete. For us three, it's our favorite, you know, Spider-Man stuff too. It also feels the most Spider-Man-y to me. Once again, that could just be my bias, but I can read it, comics to it. Yeah, and it, and it, right? it, it, it is timeless right it it doesn't i mean you know it's dated but it doesn't feel it's timeless it's like it's again if it's it's like 89 it's like 78 whether it's perceived as that popular but you don't feel like you're like it's old like oh i'm going back in time you feel like this is my spider-man you know yeah no i'm into it uh i will say i'm i was very surprised at how much i enjoyed far from homes uh score i was like wow okay i really i I dig this a hell of a lot more than the movie (laughs) Yeah. So I was really surprised at how much I enjoyed that. And it just, uh, I am very thankful that I, I've listened to Amazing too. Yeah. Uh, I, that is an experience that will last a lifetime. That is, that is a, it's yeah. a journey. It is. Yeah. Quite I don't have journey. that time anymore. I'm done with that one. You won't yeah, see no, me that, that, back that, to that, it. You yeah, know? Yeah. Uh, all right. Moving on to the next topic, our, our closing topic of the day. Uh, the, uh, in amazing Spider-Man, they just wrapped up what is called the chameleon conspiracy. It was two issue, three issues and an oversized little, uh, giant size, extra special issue. I guess it was, it, it would be an annual if it was called an annual, but it's not, but it's that big. Giant. Um, yeah. Uh, what did you, what did you boys think of this story? Uh, just off the bat for me, I, I was dying for a chameleon story. I've been a big defender of Spencer's run. But mm-hmm. this just didn't hit with me. I'm, I'm. This is the first time I think in Spencer's run that I'm not really enjoying it. So it's issue 67 to 69 plus that giant. That's four mm-hmm. issues. What do you guys think? You know what, Pete? Um, I actually reread it today just to remember it a little bit because mm-hmm. when I first read it, I kind of felt the same way. Have you seen Black Widow, Pete? 
Not yet. I have to. Go Man, see. this movie for for those that have seen both, it felt like a little bit out of Black Widow with uh, where we go with the um, what's his name again? The fi- the finisher, right? The finishers in the story, but yeah. are you talking about the, the movie or the story? No, I'm talking about yeah, the story. The story, yeah. It 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 feels very much like he's the kind of the villain in Black Widow, and the chameleon is kind of this uh, symbolism or this. It's more than him. It's a group. It could be a network okay. of people. So you know what, Pete? On on the reread, I kind of dug it. I was confused about the sister. I mean, I've been reading Spider Man on and off for a long time, but somewhere in my downtime. I knew nothing about Teresa Parker. Uh, you know, you she know? Was, she pops up every once in a while. Yeah. Once like I forget about her every time she's gone. And when did she originally? Yeah, Pete. I don't. Wouldn't she like, run? No. no, 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 no. She's she's no. been around for a long time, but just whenever they decide. Yeah, like Spider Man oh. eight thirty six or also something. Also, you know, this is also a storyline that's leading up to a, a continuity cleanse. So sure, yeah, I would is. imagine yeah. certain things are being brought forward to be erased. Yeah, because um, I read that original story with you know when the chameleon recreates. His parents has robots and yes. the Red Skulls involved. That was some, cra- those are some crazy stories when I was reading them back then. They're probably, you know, they don't age very well. But so for me, yeah, I was looking chameleon Spider-Man a little bit. And it, it wound up being this, this journey of his sister. And then you had all the other stuff going on in the background with mm-hmm. uh, the clairvoyant and his yeah. friend Jamie and, you know, fighting chance and all the different villains it- it, it, it just hit a lot too far out there for me. It, Dude, I, I mean, it was rounded Spider-Man. This just was a little yeah, too- they're fighting in the sky again, right, son? And they're yes. like, and then you got, and then you got her, and it, it, it felt like a little bit like, like, WandaVision, like, like Black Widow. So Teresa Parker or Mark Wade had a hand in her creation. Okay, uh, her first appearance was Amazing Spider-Man Family Business. You're right. April but in 2014. That, here's why I got confused because in that story. Which here's I don't why, remember this. I don't think here's I why I got confused and why I'm like, is this a new thing? Because I thought that story ends and she, they, wasn't it, they wanted, like, someone tricked her into believing she was Peter's sister, but she wasn't. And then I think in 2018 or 2018 or they, like, confirmed it. Because I remember reading it and it said it'll go mm. back to like 836 for 836 for this. Yeah. And I'm like, so is she new? I remember there was a yeah. story where they talked that she died in the crash. And then I thought that wasn't, I thought that story ends and like, it's it not like actually her. This character sounds like something that would appear in like Amazing Spider-Man 3. Dude, dude of course, of course. Yeah. And what's funny is I've Played been, by Angelie Jolie. Right? <laughs> and what's so funny is I've been on and off. I've been on and off with, yeah. with Spider-Man comics. Me too. Since 2000, probably 10 or 11. Did you not like the slot run? That I, No, I didn't. Yeah, we knew that. No, I didn't. So, so I missed whenever she came up. I came back for Spencer because slot was done. Uh-huh. Started with Hunted, mm-hmm. liked it, and then kept jumping off and on. And when I yeah. kept jumping yeah. off and on, I must have kept missing Teresa. Yeah, because I kept missing I, Teresa and Pete. Like you, the chameleon stories would actually brought us back to amazing. Yeah, we were too. currently out. I don't think we yeah. had a good chameleon story in a long. I can't remember yeah. one. So. If someone listening out there, if, if there's a chameleon story that I know it's been a long like, oh. time, man. But like I just and it, just to me, this just felt like too much. I, I I don't feel like the chameleon is that much of a of like a schemer or a, no. Like he doesn't have like this grand plan. He's a the chameleon's like a petty thug. He's in, he's out. He doesn't even want you to see him. You know, like that's why he's in other people's faces. Mm. Like I, I just this felt like 
it just felt out of character for Chameleon for me. What did you think, That's though, of the concept, point. though, with the finisher, though, where, um, you know, like there's all these chameleons everywhere, though. I mean, did that, that you didn't like I that? I thought the fight scene itself was really cool. But yeah. at the same time, I'm kind of like, I'm like, where did everybody, where did all these chameleons come yeah, from? And then, like, Teresa's supposed to be a chameleon. Like, he maybe, does he, is that like a mind mess with her? Or is I don't she, know, man. So it's like, thing. at the end, she comes to terms, right? It's where a, it doesn't yeah. really matter. It's if a she cool is, idea. You know? I wish that was it's so floor. strange. Yeah. I wish that was the meat of the four parts. It wasn't this clairvoyant, this weird stuff with Ned Leeds being back. And oh, it's just, I didn't mind that stuff, but it was, no. it was all about like that whole like machine thing. Clairvoyant, yeah. dude. I That's still so don't get that. The and then like it's a machine that predicts the future. I yeah. will yeah. say though, it's a, like a magic eight ball, I will right? say you though, know? I do it's really like ball. it's a magic. I will ball. say I do like how Spencer writes Spidey and Peter though. Yeah, he does. Characterization is great. His yeah, characterization's great. He's got the quips. I love when he's got uh us when he's got slide. He's like, and on on he would be on a list of forgotten Spidey foes, ones that they had to dug out of the trash or something. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he, yeah. he wears a really slippery suit and then he's really slippery when he gets into places, and then he's really slippery when he gets out. It was funny. Yeah. But um, I like what you brought up about it's out of character for the chameleon. Didn't you feel like he was trying to be like, it, it felt like he was the Joker in Arkham and Teresa was Batman. And like, okay, she was trying to go like interrogate him. Like, actually well, what you him, yeah. thought, right? It felt it like, it felt like the issue. Uh, it felt like the issue we did with Lauer. Oh, uh, Detective Six. Detective what? 726? 726. Where, where he yeah. visits the Joker in Arkham. Yeah in arkham because like he's sitting in his cell and he's like yeah you know uh or is it this and then it does turn into this weird and then he turns into something else it's like he goes yeah. from like joker to like I well don't now know. he's a pawn yeah he goes from finisher. like he's kind of like and he doesn't want to revisit his past and, and and now you're finding out like there's this whole network of chameleons i guess he goes from like joker to like general hux and like the yeah. awakens yeah. Yeah. Like i feel, I feel like that kind of takes away this just like how special chameleon was knowing that yeah. there's yeah. other chameleons that he can mimic right that yeah. he could that he's right he, he, he was one of a kind and it was you know yeah. I, I don't know like oh i'm dying i'd love to see chameleon. i wish the story was more and yeah what it felt like a rip but because it's chameleon it would have been cool like instead of packing all that instead of packing in like a build up to sinister war and all the stuff with like Jamie and the clairvoyant and mm. Ned Leeds and then Kindred's back at the end I, I wish it was like a secret invasion style where like there's people in New York who are just chameleons mm. and maybe he's fighting villains that he mm. thinks are That's the villains he's fighting he's with Doc Connors in the lab I did like that the lizard was good and he's like I'll I got to get used to being happy to see you. Like that was the best. Yeah. Um, there's like, two, like scientist lizard entities. helping yeah. out. Well, yeah. I've noticed one thing like, because I, we started with hunted and then we quit for a while, but they really use the villains in these Spider-Man stories. Huh? He's used I, mean, like everyone. I mean, yeah. they're saturated, man. They're like, every issue is like filled. Well, in Sinister with, War, he's got six well, teams. Of we six. know what's coming. He's and I got, I got the big Jones for the Sinister War. Yeah. Oh, so I mean, fun. but, but I'm saying in all these other stories oh, I've yeah, read, like they don't shy away from using everyone. And, and you're right. Maybe I'm looking for more of a grounded Spidey story. But I like that about Spencer's run is that he uses the character. I feel like, I, I don't yeah. know. I feel like Dan Slott's, 
run before this was never really about spider-man and the villains it felt like it was always it was about like multi-millionaire peter parker yeah it was yeah. it was weird it was it was it wasn't easy easy for me to connect with that um and are you blocked on twitter by him no why are you, are you? yeah yeah why yeah. what'd you do what'd you do no all i did was no it's uh uh um he retweeted he re- he he retweeted someone because not to spoiler sinister war but there's been talk the last year that they're gonna undo one more day and and sinister war number one okay, okay. kind of teases that like we mm-hmm. talked about pete so um someone tweeted at him like i'm so glad they're gonna undo your thing and he's like oh don't uh, blah 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 and i'm like yeah, Dan, I respect you, but I'm personally excited for this as well. And then I woke up the next day, I was blocked. That's fine. He's got a trigger, man. He he'll fight with you on that yeah. too. He he'll fight will. with you. He'll he fight with you. So shout a, out to Dan Slot. He's an opinionated uh, right. He's on there a lot. He's opinionated. He's been he he likes sometimes he you know he dishes it out, and then there's other times where he's been just been beaten down by people who don't like. Yeah, I've never attacked him. I just said, and I I respect what you did, but I think it could be like a cool creative choice to move away from that. It's a new day. I don't know why I did that. I just felt like talking to Dan Slott because I was on a run where there's a lot of, well, that was a long time ago, but I was on a run where there's a lot of comic creators ever since, you you know, we started writing for Let's Go where you have some banter back and forth. I'm like, oh, Dan Slott responds to people. I'm going to respond. Yeah. I mean, Zeddy today was talking baseball with Steve Stone. I know. That was awesome on Twitter. Did you see that? Yeah, no, Zeddy was talking with Stevie. (laughs) He was a trader, by the way. He was on the Cub or whatever. He was a trader. He came from the Cubs and Sox, whatever. But shout out to Steve Stone. Shout out to Zeddy. We love you, brother. Stone Pony. Uh, the Hawkins Stone Pony. I love. I used to love listening to the both. Right, they were good. Man. Yeah, but uh, I'll tell you what. The best part about comedian conspiracy is that it sets up Sinister War. The best thing it ever did. All and the backs for that. Doc Ock recruiting all the villains in the back was the best part yeah. of the issue. No, it's great. Uh, yeah, we'll break that thing down. When I saw Electro in his original costume, dude. Yeah. I mean, I was like, I was pumped to see Lady Electro, then to see a regular Electro. Yeah, yeah. I need him. I didn't like. I didn't like when they took the uh, the headdress off him or whatever you call it. I and I and Don't I know it's tattoo face. Yeah, tattoo. and I know it's ridiculous. You could never do that in a live action. But oh, I, I God, Jamie Fox wears it. Oh I man, hope. it was dude. Be they so could. Cool, you know, it would be I'll so cool if they do it. I'll, I'll go crazy. It'll be. We got a. Uh, we got two stories to talk. We got. Uh, we still got a Zadarsky's. Uh, yeah, we got to finish coming that. to an end. Yeah. That's wrapping yeah. up, and we'll finish that. So we'll talk about that, and we'll talk about Sinister. So we got some cool books, and after Sinister War, we get a whole new run to uh, either love or hate. So I know <laughs> with uh, with ben, pretty soon people will be begging for Spencer to come back. I I might be begging. Who knows? But I'm going to give that beyond a chance. They're um, yeah. They're going to let Ben Riley have his day in the sun again. So we'll see. I'm excited. I I so love I. Ben Riley. You know, great um, character, great character. I'm a rare fan of the clone saga. So, yo, uh, <laughs> there is a new black suit Spidey book out. Did you pick it up? Yeah, we yes, got it today, we but it. we didn't read it though. Yeah, I haven't read it yet. It's called it's, Crossroads. Uh, yeah, I like that Peter, Peter David stuff's been amazing. It's yeah. been yeah. great. The best stuff, yeah. I love what he's been doing. You want to know why? Because he, he keeps doing these small five part things, yep. starts a new one. Yeah, like yeah. his his last one that tied in with King and Black was great. It was Black Suit Spidey. Yeah. The Black Knight, Frame. Rocket Raccoon, yeah. Kang the yeah. Conqueror, Monica Rambeau. I'm like, this is beautiful. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is absolutely <laughs> insane. Yeah. Absolutely insane. I, I loved every minute of it. So uh, I, you can't go wrong with Peter David. No, I mean, dude. No, dude. Even his, great, uh, I think 
Mr. Mr. Herman said it the best. He said, even okay, Peter David is way it's better. Pretty than, good. It's pretty good. It's way than better than yeah. most of the stuff out yeah. there. So That's shout right, out to man. him. Shout out to him. Love Paul Herman. All right. Uh, great man. So those are final thoughts on uh, chameleon conspiracy. Oh, I mean, it's, you know, I yeah. give it like a five out of ten. It was five out of ten. Okay. Yeah, I mean, how many cannolis, me, Peter? How many? Yeah, oh, we gotta give it cannolis. Yeah. cannolis. It's cannolis. Yeah. Five cannolis. It's out of five yeah. cannolis. That's sweet. Yeah. Five cannolis is sweet. Um, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm gonna give it a cannoli and a half out of five. Cannoli, cannoli, I'll I give it, it a. I give it like two cannolis. I'll two give five. it two cannolis because I like how he writes Spidey slash Peter. Yeah. yeah. I'll give him a two out of five cannolis. I was just, I don't know. I don't know if I, if I hate dry ones in, though in dry my head, no. but I was ready for like this epic comedian story. So was, I. So was I, the minute I saw it in the, in yeah. the, uh, oh God, where do we see that in the, in the, in the, Mar- when we get the comics, you know, at the end of the month, in you the get that Marvel pre- preview. Yeah. Mag. Yeah. I saw the chameleon. I looked at him. I go, guess what? We're reading. Amazing. Cool cover. Cool. We're cover, reading man. amazing. Yeah. Again. Yeah. And I told my guy, start pulling amazing for me. Well, when, <laughs> well, when he said that, it's always like, you want to read amazing again? Fine. Well, here to be honest, <laughs> but to be honest with you, I would ask you, and, and you would say like that. Chris said it sucks, or well, yeah, Justin because Emmett, sucks, Emmett was you know? reviewing Spencer for a while, and he stopped, mm-hmm. and then I think Justin Matt, said it. Justin said it. Was I think no good, Matt right? might have. Justin says the thing sucks, except for Daredevil. So yeah, that's right. And three Jokers. And three Jokers. He's he hates everything with Daredevil and three Jokers in the last yeah. two years. Yeah, that's it. At least since I've known him. <laughs> At least he's consistent. At least he is consistent. And again, we just found out he likes Nickelback. Yeah, I was going to so say, I'm, I'm but he likes sure. Nickelback, yeah, right. so that's <laughs> that's good. I can't believe you guys had no idea he was. Oh, such man, a I, dude, I had no idea. No, I'm going to text him right when yeah. this episode ends. It's man, I heard you like Nickelback. That explains a lot. <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna like, yeah, bro, dude, they're so rad. Rad bands. Every time I do, it makes me laugh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god i just i'm trying to think of some more just horrible nickelback just saying i only oh know the god. big ones because that's all we need to know oh what was they one the first one they came out with like you never stopped playing it on the radio photograph no before that it was a little harder it was their first hit uh, it'll come to me it's, the, it's well i'm gonna look it up now yeah. hold on well, I, I, you guys, well now i have to figure nickelback's it out. greatest hits <laughs> I, am so I wonder if I they do. Remember. <laughs> they say that heroes heroes. not gonna stand your way. By the way, like this is these uh, music videos came out back in the day oh. when like what, what, like what is the trailers. What's so funny? I got two things to say. It's yeah. this is how you remind yeah. me. Um, oh, but but we brought this up on a live on a let's go live that like broke our well no first we talked about it on vigilante but then we brought it up on a let's go live that broke our audience there is a batman begins trailer with nickelback, nickelback. Playing. yeah yeah that's that's as you just alluded to pete and it is it is just jarring to yeah. watch it is just because the movie's one of the great movies of all time and you see this i don't music even know if it's and it's bad. ruining, it's it's ruining the trailer like, it's, it's just, just like what like, walks in there with his neck scarf and he's like never again oh, never man. again he's like what did you do to my what did you do to my, my trailer film and turned it into your popcorn turned it into oh, god man uh, it also has like that voiceover that was still like in a world where Bruce Wayne is gone but comes oh, back. And then you got Chad Kroger going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God. I finally caught up on the flash today. Oh God. Oh, please. Tell and 
And I've enjoyed it actually. Yeah, I, I have seen, seen you. Yeah, you've seen. I've enjoyed the, the everything except for like the four episodes of like the Flash Family Feud thing. I didn't dig that, but I, I've mm-hmm. enjoyed the season. Um, the, By the way, <laughs> is that your power? Is that your green uh, green power battery there? It looks like you're From charging your ring. I like cactuses. It's, cactuses. Yeah, yeah. So it's a you power ring. I guess you're just you charging. Like it I bought, I bought it at the children's section of Target. It was like eight bucks. It's it's awesome. Awesome. It looks like the power. I wish you guys like can see it. It looks like he's got Hell Jordan. It's, it's all. It's check out like the uh, straight. Dude, are you in the Green Lantern HBO Max series? And that's what's taking so long. Yeah, me and Sam Benjamin. You Sam Benjamin still playing Hell Jordan. Yeah, you know, from the defunct podcast network. Um. What was they gonna say? Hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry, man. You were oh, you were right. you were gonna talk about um, Nickelback, Nickelback, maybe or Nolan or trailers or. Oh man, I don't even know where I left off here. All right, screw it. Plug away. We'll here we go. Here's we started twenty away. minutes late. <laughs> Thank you. Cool. You can follow me at N Caruso Jr. on Twitter, and I would love everybody to follow another podcast we do, RTBE, with our good friend drummer Rob. It's a Kiss podcast about our favorite group, Three Generations of Kiss fans. Please give that a check. Awesome. Yeah, you can follow me at Nico Caruso. Oh, I thought you were done. Sorry. You can follow me at Nico Caruso, N-I-K-K-O-C-A-R-U-S-O, Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd. Find all my film, TV, and comic reviews over at www.letsgopodcast.com. Follow the channel you're listening to right now at The Vigilante 1939. We love y'all. We're almost at 600 followers. Help us get there. We're doing a death pool for the Suicide Squad with all these early screenings we're going to close it a couple days early because y'all are going to know mm-hmm. by tomorrow oh. night and i have timestamps, so i'm going to know if you submit it after <laughs> but enter win some cool stuff it's free to enter uh or just or just spread the word we've gotten a lot of people to come to our channel from it which has been very 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 cool so follow us there and i'm going to turn it over to our our beautiful consigliere mr vera well you guys you guys, are, you guys do a great job so well earned. well thank you brother um, thank you. you can follow me on social media Instagram, Twitter, and Zack Snyder's favorite Vero at Pete Illustrated. Follow podcast number one, Straight Out of Gotham, at Straight underscore O underscore G. That's my podcast that I co-host with the champion of Long Island, the Aquaman himself, Eric Holzman. Uh, again, Italians for Spidey. You're listening to us right now. Yes. Follow us on Twitter at Italians for Spidey. Uh, don't forget, at Team Yellow Oval. Uh, Keaton's back. He's the vulture. He's Batman. He's the Yellow Oval. So make sure you pay attention to that. Um, also follow me on uh, batmanonfilm.com proper the website got reviews toys uh, comic book stuff all over there batman on film youtube i got interviews and uh, toy reviews as well so check that out Uh, i'm all over social media i'd love to just talk capes and tights and uh, you know anxiously awaiting the trade deadline to see how many oh yeah yeah. you got you got uh, <laughs> then you get Gallo today, right? Another another seven foot outfielder who likes to handle runs and strike out. <laughs> well, Pete, it's gonna be sad for us because we're about to lose our whole core that oh, brought us man. so much joy. So oh, I'll be shedding good. some tears here. I'm over surprised the next they're days. giving up on it. I would just rebuild around yeah, those guys. No, that's not what they. Uh, it's not what they want to do. So yeah. it's over. Uh, this was a blast. I, I thank you always, 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 brother. I love listening to these these songs over and over again. These albums <laughs> yeah. are great. I loved I loved my experience with Amazing Two so much. Yeah, we can all now say we listened to the entire score of Amazing Spider-Man That's, Two. Yeah, can you? Who can say that? Who's our listener? Oh, yeah. can Where's Zeddy at? Can Zeddy do that? Zeddy's no, he stupid. can't. He will. Besides Zimmer and Pharrell themselves, yeah. no one else has done it, man. No one else has done it but us. All right, one more time. Thank you for listening to the Italian Spider-Man Coalition podcast. We are a proud member of the Let's Go Podcast Network pop culture without the pop and for sausage for meatball i am peter and and remember 
with great sauce comes great macaroni. Until next time. Yeah.